Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Last night, I had a dream about you. In this dream, I'm dancing right beside you. And it looked like everyone was having fun. That kind of feeling of Hello everyone, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today I'm joined with Hallie. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you, Vic? I'm good, thank you. Um, good. Well, do you want to just like start by telling me how you got into music? You kind of um, were inspired a bit by your grandfather um, in the mm-hmm. beginning. He kind of like played some jazz music. So do you want to like tell me a little bit about that and like how you got into creating your own stuff? Yeah, well, I just like grew up um, in a really creative family, and and my grandpa, yeah, played jazz music, played with Whitney Houston, um, and like my nan was also an opera singer, and like would like since I was like two, we like would put on Christmas plays, like musicals and stuff. Um, so it was like really normal to perform, and I loved it. Like I was obsessed with it. Um, and then yeah, and then I just like kind of committed to it throughout my childhood and like started songwriting like when I was like seven and I just like I just loved it and I haven't stopped which is cool amazing that's awesome yeah your most recent release um at the moment is a cover of Daft Punk um song Digital Love I mm-hmm. guess like what drew you to this particular song and like how did you what was your approach in kind of making it a Hallie version? Like I I I think just like adding pop rock elements to it. I I was kind of nervous to do it because I love the original so much. Like it is the most fucking beautiful ethereal um song ever and I'd always listen to it when I was like in like you know like a hopeful mood like it was like that kind of vibe looking out the window um dramatically and yeah so I really wanted to do the parts of like capture that feeling and keep that feeling there but also yeah like add like the kind of you know rocky guitars and um kind of more sorry upfront vocals to also keep in Hallie world a bit um yeah and like it was so fun to make I made it with like Oscar Shara who's like I produce everything with basically um and it was just like a really fun experience and he finally came to Brisbane this time and like yeah it was just made it in my room it was super fun awesome in this room right here (laughs) yeah do you make a lot of your stuff if you're not like traveling to go to a studio do you make a lot of your stuff in that space like, yeah, I do. I write a lot of my, like, like a lot of the time I'll write, you know, by myself and then bring it to Oscar and we'll work on it together. Um, so I do write a lot in this, this little room. Um, yeah. And it's really nice. Cause you, you know, it's, I feel most inspired a lot of the time. I'm very precious about my lyrics and I like to write them myself because they're very personal to me. And so it's nice to be able to write and get all my feelings out when I'm feeling them. Um, 
in my own space and at my own pace. Mm. Wow, that rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> See, I um, the room. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, definitely. I do do that. And then I, you know, would travel to Sydney a lot to see Oscar and yeah. finish him off. Awesome. And yeah. you've released an EP um, recently yeah. well called This Is Love. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it ex- explores themes of love, but like particularly like queer love and polyamory and kind of just like reframing, um, yeah, relationships in society. Um, yeah. Yeah. How did you go about like exploring these themes and like personal topics within your songwriting um, with this EP and like what was the creative process like for you? Like it it was like a... a- it was like I'd written some of them earlier when I was dating someone and then like there's a couple of songs that and then I always think the rest of them is like the post-breakup feeling and then I have the next stage that was like the re-exploring love and that's where like the queerness and polyamory kind of um, came into it because after my breakup period I had, you know, a lot of time to feel heartbroken and reflect and like about what 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 would I want like out of love and what would that look like for me individually. Um, and, yeah, like I don't know, so I feel like they for me it feels like there's three different stages in that um, and the process was like kind of over the span of a year and, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like like calling it This Is Love was because it felt like such a a pivotal time in my life throughout that whole time. And I, I don't know, I just like found it interesting, like the different kind of emotions that were coming up in the different stages of exploring love and then loss and heartbreak and like rekindling it and yeah, I don't know. So it was, it was a, it was a really cool and difficult journey. Um, but lucky I've got songwriting, thank fuck, um, to get me through all that. Um, yeah, yeah. Would you say that coming out of that, like, polyamory is something that you're, like, quite interested in? Yeah. So, like, when I met the the person I was dating and I wrote label lists and do it about, um, like, she, you know, also just confirmed, oh, cool, I do still like women because I'd been in a heteronormative relationship for a long time. And then I was like, oh, so what else, like, would I want to do? And then I, like, discussed that with her and we explored polyamory and, like, she was seeing someone else and it was, like, it felt really right and it felt like we were able to be, like, best friends in the process of that and share our crushes and, like, that felt really intimate and, like, definitely worked for me like personally. Um, so now I'm in a, in a relationship and I'm exploring polyamory in a more like a long-term sense. And, um, yeah, it's been really interesting and it's really hard. Like, yeah, I was about you know, to say, jealous. like, how have, yeah. you been, how have you been finding it? <laughs> like, you know, jealousy doesn't just go away. Yeah. Um, it's, it's still there. And, um, it's yeah for both of us I think it's it you know you, you got to have a lot of conversations and a lot of open ones that hurt um and make you feel really vulnerable and insecure and like that's that can be really hard and taxing and sometimes it feels a bit like oh we're just talking about this all the time like instead of living it but kind of trying to get it all not out of the way first like 
but like trying to just work through it as best we can so that we can, you know, have security in our Mm. relationship. Um, Ultimately, that's the goal. And I think working through this definitely, for me, fast tracks that security within myself and my partner feels the same. So like, yeah. And also like, I personally like just feel like, uh, it's more, I'd rather work through jealousy than ignore my other connections with people. And that just feels like, you know, there's a payoff either way, but this feels like the right payoff for me. Mm, Totally. And I feel like it also kind of like, um, puts like a big, emphasis on like communication within a relationship as well it's like oh yeah probably like the most key thing in a situation like that where like you're just like okay we have to fully like it's so hectic I couldn't yeah imagine it's like like you kind of have to explore these new ideas of like telling someone that you like someone else and like seeing like how about that and like it's really interesting literally yeah it's the communication is crazy um and sometimes I think we overdo it because we do it so much mm-hmm. and it's like communicate on the stupidest shit and I'm like okay like we actually just need to let some things go um yeah but like yeah it has been really interesting also like I don't know seeing my reactions to things because I've some of these things you never you never face it because you just you just live in your little bubble and you yeah I don't know it's like it definitely um, shows a mirror to some things and that's really intimidating sometimes. Mm, totally. And I yeah. feel like also like, um, you know, like little crushes on people and things like that are kind of bound to come up in any relationship, yeah. I think. And so yes. I think it's almost really like healthy, whether you want to like explore that that connection or not to like Mm -hmm. be able to like fully communicate that with someone and so it kind of really promotes that like healthy communication within a relationship as well yeah totally and I feel like my thing is I want to be best friends with my partner like Mm -hmm. and I'm really lucky because the person I ended up falling in love with I was like really good friends with for years so like that was like really nice to have that foundation. And we'd already spoken about crushes and stuff with each other as friends. So it was like, okay, cool. Like kind of easy to to slip into this now. Um, but I think even if I was monogamous right now, I'd want to have the openness of being able to talk about crushes and attraction to other people. And like, I don't know, I think it's fun. And I think it's, you, you're, you're sharing that like your best friends, like you would with your friend be like, oh my God, they are so hot. Like, you know, like, I think that's so natural. And I think these kind of, um, I don't know, tools that, that we're learning and you learn with like, um, exploring polyamory and openness are really helpful for any relationship no matter the setup yeah awesome and you mentioned the track labelless which is um the closing track of the ep um it's like explore kind of like that self-reflection and like healthy connection of queerness um Mm -hmm. yeah how what was the creative process like with this track in particular and why did you put it at the end um, I think I put it at the end because, uh, actual in the timeline of my life, it was the last song I wrote and it was where I was at when I finished the EP. And so I was dating her when I wrote the song and when I was finishing off the EP. So like, 
it just felt like in all the fucking turbulence and like all the big feelings it was like I don't know I just felt like I worked through so much in the the first songs and then like it felt like oh I deserve this like because label is for me is a really peaceful song when I listen to it and it's like like you know accepting and celebrating those parts of me that I had only just kind of discovered or brought to the surface properly so like yeah, it just felt right to be like, oh, cool, now I'm here and I want to remember that I'm here right now and that's really special and exciting and open and I I am queer and I am polyamorous and I don't need to gaslight myself. Mm, totally. Yeah. And as an artist in within your music, you also um, have like a big focus on like your visual elements when it comes to mm. like photography, photo shoots, like cover art, music videos. Yeah all that stuff you're really around that and like really want to like involve yourself in all of that it looks that way yeah so like how what what is your like vision for this particular EP and I guess like why is it so important for you to like be so heavily involved in like putting together those visual elements I guess yeah well like before this EP my manager and I shout out to Summer King um powerhouse also like works with me on all the creative stuff um and we kind of had a big conversation about like like who the fuck is Hallie though like Mm -hmm. and what what are we trying to do like what is that what do we want to make people feel not only my music but visually and the whole Hallie land world whatever and I think yeah I just wanted to kind of I I think a lot of the social stuff I'm doing is like a hyper version of myself and it's pretty authentic to who I am, but just kind of on steroids mm. a bit. Um, and like, I fucking love 2000s reference references and it feels very like, you know, what I, I have, like here I am with my like Care Bear mug right now, you know? And <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, I think it's, I just wanted everyone to feel that like what, what who I am being told in the stories and feel that on steroids through the visual stuff through the music videos um and I always like we think like you know what does each color represent like why is that important like um why would I be I don't know walking this way in the the video and I think it's really important to think about those little things because they all do add up to giving like a like Mm. uh, like whether people are aware of it or not like the the full representation of the project and of me authentically um yeah yeah like for instance orange was like is a lot about uh, that was like a big color in that era especially for do it and that's a lot about um represents like sexuality and like freedom and openness so I was like cool like I feel like this really represents and I was really attracted to that color at the time so it's just like yeah like those things are really important and cool to work with. I fucking love a good visual. And so does Summer. Like we really, really are trying to create a whole little universe, I guess. Yeah, that's unreal. And in terms of like your influences, I guess, like what are you listening to? What has been inspiring you in this in this era of Hallie? Um, like I feel like Holly Humberstone. Mm. Um do you, do you know Holly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like was a big influence and not so much like that 
you can hear like probably some qualities of her music in my music, but like it was that like she does so well, like a songwriting, like a really storytelling songwriting kind of thing and then matches it with like this really cool, crisp pop production. And that really like excited me because I was really rock before this EP and like I was really in the rock world, loved doing that and like... um. I don't know. I just wanted to bring in more of like the kind of the the indie pop, I guess. Yeah. If we want to label the genre, like kind of world that I was listening to um, at the time and like kind of introduced myself to. Um, yeah. And that, and then obviously, you know, early 2000s, Avril, the Veronica's like definitely played even like God, like early Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus stuff. Um, yeah. Like really influenced how I wanted to kind of combine all these different influences from maybe these different genre worlds to be like, this is the Holly sound mm. a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I just meshed them all together and hope for the best. Cool. And uh, you have a tour. Yeah. I'm in the middle of it. Well, like you're kind of, yeah, you're like, you just came to Melbourne. I just missed you. I was <laughs> like, you just, no. in Melbourne. I know. <laughs> Damn, we could have done this in person. I know, I know, but I was like, I feel like you were you were like an in and out kind of thing. I don't know yeah, you you got that vibe. It was an in and out thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, you're in the middle of this tour. What mm-hmm. What's been like? What? How has it been so far? And like, what are you excited about in playing this tour? Oh, like it. I um, sold out the Melbourne show, which was my first sellout outside of Brisbane, like my hometown. Um, okay. Saying hometown so dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like my hometown. And yeah. And so that was a massive goal for me. Um, everyone's singing back the EP to me. I haven't properly experienced that yet since mm-hmm. I released it. So like, holy shit, that was like full euphoria and I kept just giggling while singing it because I was like as if like this is what what the fuck are you guys doing like this is so silly um in the best way um yeah and then like it's just it's you know it's really made me like so appreciative also of the people that do listen to my music they're fucking sweethearts like they are so like I don't know I've kind of described them as like dorky queers because that just feels like they're just like these really like down to earth dorky like like excitable people and it's so nice to be around them and chat to them and I feel so like kind of proud that they're the kind of people that are connecting with my music and like the energy's flowing there like it it was so nice and reassuring to see that like I feel that after every tour the pre-anxiety stuff is always there but like after tour I'm like oh this is why I do it yeah Totally. And you're playing about to play yours and ours festival as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess what can people expect from like seeing your live show? What does it look like? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, I I don't I don't know. It's so hard to perceive myself, if I'm honest, but I feel like I'm I am dancing a lot more. So you can expect me to kind of get down. I slut dropped for the first time on stage in Sydney, which was super yes. cool um was really yeah proud moment and I don't know I'm just trying to like kind of unlock that pop star in me that I for some reason was suppressing and Mm -hmm. didn't think was cool enough or something I don't know some kind of internal insecurity there and 
it feels good. Like it feels really good. And I think that's what you can expect. And also just like sing along with me. Like I just, I just fucking love a choir. Mm, Awesome. Well, you described kind of like the process of this EP and writing this EP as um, like a healing experience. And we've kind of like touched on a few elements of that. I guess how has this journey of like healing and self-discovery influenced like you now but also like the direction that you're like hoping to take um the Hallie project well I feel like sonically um I what I was yeah touching on earlier like exploring pop elements in my music um oh god I like I love pop so much and this also is in what I was saying before like I suppressed it for so long, wanted to be the cool indie rock chick. No, like it's just not it. Like, yes, but no. Mm. And right now at least I feel that way. Um, And so like I think what you, yeah, like going into, I have written a lot of music for my next era, um, which, yeah, I'm really, really excited about and it's been so fun crafting it, but I think it's a lot more pop and it's a lot I'm playing with kind of things that I've wanted to and been too scared to do um and I don't know it feels really freeing and it feels like I get to dance more and it feels like I still get to have my story time and it's still very storytelling writing so um yeah it's really Hallie but really like this kind of new I don't know pop such like a like a vague term to put it as like you'd have to hear it to get it but like Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm really, I'm really excited. I feel good about it. Unreal. Amazing. And I guess my final question is, um, if someone had never heard your music before um, or heard of Hallie, how would you kind of describe the essence of what Hallie has to offer, but also um, what are three songs that you would want them to listen to of yours? Um, on first impression you're gonna make me pick my favorites out of my babies yes oh my god (laughs) you have three favorite kids (laughs) oh no I'm such a bad mother um okay the essence of Hallie fuck (laughs) I know it's a big one (laughs) like I I don't know how to properly answer that but like the imagery in my head is like best friends on a cloud but like the clouds underwater um do with that what you will yes I don't know cool (laughs) and I think oh no um I think that right now right now okay this isn't a forever thing digital love because it's fresh and I'm still very in love with it um (sighs) What's coming to my head is Fairy Bread. It's a bit of an older track. Cool. But I think um, I really like the songwriting in that one. And it's been so fun to play live. And and I will go with, oh, I, I do it um, off the, the new EP. Yeah. I, I do love that song. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's been lovely to catch up. Thank you for having me. It's been thank lovely. You. Great questions. Thank you.
make this dream 